And welcome once again to the 10-Minute Life Coach, a quick, well, quickish 10-minute life lesson uh, that you can use for your personal life or maybe your personal development for your business life uh, that will give you the lesson right up front, and then we'll do the salesy stuff on the back end. So if you don't listen to it past 10 minutes, well, we'll know about it, but uh, we appreciate you listening to the lesson at least. Thank you so much for being a part of this freeform-ish thing. No music, no intros, no outros, just the lesson. And the lesson for today is a curious question that normally gets answered a different way. And the question is, is it really better to have loved and lost to then never have loved at all? The answer to the question as I see it, as I see the answers to most actual questions are maybe, maybe not. Most times you'll hear someone ask that question when you try to uh, attempt to uh, grab a loved one or, or get someone's attention. It's something that you tell children uh, when they have a little crush on someone that they should go out and ask them. Or you tell adults when they have a crush on someone they should go out and ask them. And they also back it up with the worst thing they can do is say no, which in most cases is the worst they can do. Sometimes there is sometimes there are serious repercussions when you ask the wrong people the wrong things, and that's more of an issue with that other person having issues. But the general question of is it better to have loved and lost, or is it better to have given it a try, essentially, and not make it happen, is it better? Well, sometimes. Sometimes you want to get that itch a scratch. Sometimes you want to see how far you can go with something. Sometimes it's great to have an idea and take it to fruition and see how it comes about. See if it's well received. See if it's not received at all. See if it's poorly received. And then you know for sure that's your attempt, that's your idea, that the thing you wanted to come to fruition was never going to happen for whatever reason. And once you know that reason, you don't have to dream about the what-ifs anymore. However... Sometimes you get pretty far into it or you get pretty intense into the work and then you find out it doesn't work out for you specifically. And the specifics can be anything. Uh, let's take my business I'm in per chance. Uh, my business, I, my day job is working in radio. There are plenty of people that I know personally who have worked in radio who have more or less failed in the venture. Uh, they've been fired. They've, they've not advanced. They're just kind of stuck where they are and they have to give up because the money isn't there. So there's plenty of people who have given it a shot and I didn't quite make it out. Some of them are, are have a great experience from it and they have great friends from it and have great contacts from it. And some of them are extremely bitter and angry that they're their gig didn't work out for them for whatever reason. They can blame anyone. Sometimes they blame themselves. Sometimes they blame the employers, and sometimes they blame who it probably has to do, and it's just the market and environment at the time that something didn't work out. But plenty of people who think they have the gift find out they don't have the ability to keep it going, not so much because they don't have the gift, but it's usually you know a supply and demand. There's only so many spots where people can react and do things in certain places. That's basically the general action you see for show business in general. There's only so many roles out there that are going to get you paid or get you famous or get you some exposure. In fact, that's pretty much how business works itself in general. There's only so many dollars out there to be spread around and so many services that a person can use or have used for them that you can have a glut of too many things. The market cannot bear the weight of so many uh, offerings because everyone can't get a fair share or a fair enough share for them. There's probably room enough for everybody, and so it really is room enough for everyone to give it a try and take some small piece of the pie. 
But if you're looking to take on the next uh, McDonald's or the next Coca-Cola or the next Procter & Gamble, you are looking for a very, very steep hill to climb because these are global leaders in their industries. Uh, It's one thing to say, I want to run a restaurant, I want to run a fast food restaurant, I want to make a cola company, I want to make a local cola company. To say, I am going to put up as many billboards as Coca-Cola, who puts up billboards just because they can, not because they necessarily need to, but they want to make sure that people have Coca-Cola on their mind, not necessarily buy it at that very moment. That's one of their strategies. Now, you can think of people like Tesla and Goodyear, who uh, we celebrate now, and their name is all over the place now, but back during their times, they weren't making much money with what they were doing. In fact, Goodyear died, uh, Charles Goodyear died poor, even though he came up with the vulcanization of rubber idea. And, of course, Tesla is the coolest thing in the world now. But his battles with Edison back in the day are pretty, pretty famous. And, of course, Tesla left without very much money, left this world without very much money, uh, just a little bit of knowledge of him, which has grown more or less in sort of a uh, tall tale-ish type of reaction as opposed to the actual science that he did so the question goes back to is it better to have loved and lost than to never have loved at all and you replace loved in the sense of love or you can use it in that sense with tried and lost or attempted and lost or made an effort and lost you can put into anything out there that you have to step out on some bit of faith and put in a little bit of work and action into and hope that someone responds. Offering up something for sale, hopes for someone to pay for that act. Offering something to help, hopes that someone can actually be helped by your offering. Is it better? Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. Sometimes you have people who just can't deal with the loss and in a sense it's better for them to keep dreaming and hoping and assuming that they could have made it happen than it would be to actually make the attempt, have it heartbreaking in the process, and then kind of going back to living their normal lives. It's kind of a red pill, blue pill, matrix thing. You take the wrong pill, and then you know how things should show out. Once you have the knowledge that you know things could be better, what things could be, or how your life could be, and then you have to go back to living your normal, regular life, it can be a bit of a challenge and a struggle for some people to handle. Now, in most cases... It's not the case. It really is better to give it a shot, get that itch uh, scratched, see what can happen, and maybe even, even something magical can happen and you have that big break. You can become the American Idol. You can become a rich billionaire. You can be Elon Musk and have an Iron Man suit in the back of your electric car. Whatever it is that you can dream, it's possible. Basically, if you can dream it, and you can plan it out, and you can put it in some sort of time schedule with realistic goals and realistic, uh, short, the realistic issues with the shortcomings and the uh, the longcomings. Then you can make pretty much anything happen on some level, on set some timeline. Maybe not necessarily at a global level, but you can make things happen. But if you just plan it, or if you just jump into it, I should say, without much planning, and just hope for the best. That's where you get the people that end up kind of on the bitter end of it. People who get fired or people who get laid off or people who just see their work canceled for uh, whatever reason. They run out of money so they can't continue to push the uh, agenda they're having. Uh, Have issues with thinking that they were right, which who knows, maybe they were. But without the the, the ability to continue the work, the place to continue to broadcast in radio, for example, it's hard to say whether they would keep going or not. So when asked the question, 
Is it better to have loved and lost? Is it better to have tried and failed? The answer is a simple maybe. The answer to most questions are actually a simple maybe. Uh, but the maybe depends on the person that you are. If you are a person who has tendencies to be uh, bitter and angry and hold on to grudges, then it's probably better to just not even give it a shot. But if you have enough uh, mental capacity to know that you're a person that could be angry and bitter, then you probably already know how to work out those issues and probably can go ahead and make a shot, take a chance, see what happens, and uh, see what see how it goes. Maybe you become rich and famous. Maybe you don't. Maybe you become extremely successful. Maybe you don't. But once you see how it works, how well it works, you can then pivot away from the idea if it doesn't work or to something different that may work and continue to be the person you want to be or at least just the person that you are, just possibly slightly less famous. That concludes the lesson for today. Thank you so much for listening to today's edition of the 10-Minute Life Coach, the message part. Now we have the quote-unquote salesy part, all the background stuff. Uh, and the reason why I do this in the back end, when I originally uh, launched this thing five years ago, it was just sort of annoying how much salesy stuff was in the beginning of the free podcast that were out there that were giving you life advice. It was just long, 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 long drawn-out talks where if it was a 15, 20-minute uh, podcast, you'd get 5 to 10 minutes worth of yakking. And sometimes the 5 to 10 minutes on the 15-minute end means it was more sales and less actual lessons. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to actually give a lesson. I wanted to do the challenge. The challenge was to get a 10-minute lesson in every single week. That was what I was shooting for, and that's what I did fairly well. The salesy part was always kind of the hard part uh, on the back end. So, And we also know that when we put the lesson in the front and the sales stuff in the back, sometimes that's when people stop listening. But when we put the sales stuff in the front and it gets too salesy, that's when I would usually turn off the podcast in my own practices. So that's how I learned how to do that. In the meantime, this podcast is now up to 54 episodes. And yes, it took a a four-year gap to get between the early 40s and early 50s, but we got there, we're here, we're going to just keep on pushing and promoting where we're going. Thank you so much for listening to this, consistently gaining ground in the world of the podcasting world. Uh, consistency Consistently means not very much, but just, just enough. We are relisted fairly well on iTunes. I just saw some new and noteworthy uh, yesterday as I'm recording this. Record these a uh, few episodes ahead. So this will be about two or three weeks after I've actually uh, recorded this where I saw it on new and noteworthy. It may take you a while to find it, but it's there on new and noteworthy uh, for the moment. It may take you with some scrolling to get to the 10-Minute Life Coach. So hopefully you like it. Hopefully you enjoy it. If you're hearing this, we would enjoy a rating and review on wherever you receive this podcast. We recently um, re-upped our listing on Blueberry. Actually, that's not true. We weren't listed on Blueberry before, and uh, we uh, did some um, some Blueberrying uh, for some older podcasts and some cleaned some things up. Now this podcast listed on Blueberry, also uh, listed on Spreaker and at Stitcher, and, of course, iTunes, the Big Daddy, and a few other places that I hadn't quite figured out yet because the old feed went a couple places. So we're tidying things up and making it as available as possible to anyone who wants to get it, and the downloads are becoming more and more consistent and growing each week. So we thank you so much for downloading and listening to the podcast. A couple things I'm going to sell you on is another podcast 
which is more or less a companion podcast of this one, uh, testing a couple other things. This one does have music, does have a written intro and outro, but it's very short, uh, 90 seconds of information plus intro and outro. It is called Steps to Your Better You. You can find out more about it by going to the website yourbetteryou.info, which is the new home for most of my personal development stuff for business or for personal life or business development as well uh it's it doesn't have a separate website for the podcast such as a 10 minute life coach but that was more or less a legacy thing the website for 10 minute life coach.com may actually be eaten up by your better you at some point in time we're looking at those things so that podcast is alive we're going to launch the uh, internet toolbox podcast relaunch that fairly soon as a part of what's going on and we want you to follow as many of our social media things as out we have out there because I need to have the support. So do your searching for the big ones are of course Ten Minute Life Coach, which is Minute Life Coach on Twitter and Ten Minute Life Coach search for it on Facebook. Also, your better you is underscore your better you on Twitter and on Facebook just search search for your better you. And the website for that one is yourbetteryou.info again, and of course, 10minutelifecoach.com again. My main website is jclevelandpain.net, where you can uh, find plenty of things, including ways to support the podcast and my endeavors. Uh, there's a button that you can donate a dollar a month. That's just a, a start there. If I'm worth a dollar, thank you. If I'm not worth a dollar, well, then thank you. We ask again, as I'm wrapping up, uh, reviews for wherever you heard this podcast or wherever you found the podcast, Stitcher, Blueberry, Spreaker, the website, and, of course, iTunes are the main places that you can find this podcast and most of my podcasts as well. And if there's anything that I've forgotten to tell you that you just want to remind me about, you can email it to me or have any sort of conversation or just complain if you want to. We'll take complaints, too. My email address is mailbox at J Cleveland Payne, J the letter J, Cleveland like the city. Payne is P A Y N E. No spaces, no underscores, no dots. Mailbox at J dot net, just like the website. Thank you so much for joining us for the 10 minute life coach, reaching the 15 minute mark in just a bit. So we are going to wrap this up. Like I said, it's free form, so it doesn't come out perfect every time, but we do our best. And thank you so much for joining us for this week, episode 52. That's amazing feat on this end. Hopefully we'll be back for next week in a hopefully grand episode 55.